And here we are back with your livable garden. Michael Sean along with... Melinda and Kelly. Talking about the bizarre landscape this weekend. Probably having a little bit more fun than we should. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, we're from that little award-winning company up there in Spring, Texas. Mirror Lake Landscapes, Pools, and Waterfalls. Doing award-winning pools, patios, plantings. I want to check us out on the website at www.mirrorlakedesigns.com. Having a good time here looking at strange plants. Now, some people have actually done a little bit of research and have actually put together a complete book on Bizarre, right? So, um, I just happen to think, I think we have Larry Mellenchamp on the phone right now, who has written a great book called Bizarre Botanicals. Larry, you there? John, I'm here. Hey, how are you doing, sir? I'm fine. I'm sitting here in Charlotte, North Carolina, enjoying the cool weather and the blue skies, and I hear you all have rain. Well, yes. Uh, I've, I've flown into Charlotte many times. In fact, you all have a great airport there. It's a, well, Thank you. It's a wonderful airport. My mom was born and raised in Thomasville. Oh, so my uh, I've got an affinity for North Carolina, and um, I think anyone in the field of horticulture or landscape architecture knows that, um, yes, you are definitely in the forefront there of, of both areas. And I'm looking yes, here at this. a lot of botanical gardens. And there's a book that you've written. Well, first of all, whatever seized you to say, hey, I'm going to write a book on strange, weird plants? Well, as, as often the case, I was approached by a publisher. Uh, Timber, <laughs> Press, yeah, Timber Press wanted uh, someone to publish such a book, and they checked with uh, Tony Avent at the famous Plant Delights Nursery. And he, uh, he didn't have time, uh, so he passed my name on to him. And I'm a, I'm a professional botanist. Paula Gross, my co-author, and I are, are botanists. And I like to think about plants of, of the world and the unusual ones. And, mm-hmm. and so I accepted the challenge, and we spent a year putting this book together of um, the strangest plants that you can grow. So they're all about... Um, Bizarre to us does not mean uh, freaky or abnormal or, or deformed. Okay. It's all about uh, real plants uh, that uh, just have unusual behaviors or unusual appearance, and they can all be grown either indoors or outdoors, depending on their needs. But that's the uh, wonderful the thing about this, is that these aren't just plants that you found someplace. These are plants that we could actually grow here, in our Ab- either in our greenhouse absolutely. or backyard or, or in the house. Okay. Absolutely, they're all they're all available commercially. Uh, some are rarer than others, as you might expect. So it would be a challenge to to get some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we've grown everything in the book. There, oh, there are about eighty five different plants here, I think, and a, a nice, a wonderful photograph of each plant and a little story. The, the stories have tried to be, um, you know, we've tried to. Um, uh, uh, to be be humorous, uh, I like puns, uh, <laughs> but we tried to we tried to express the the biology of the plant and how the plant relates to its environment. They're, they're little lessons of biology, botany, and environment with each with each plant, and so it's uh, educational as well as fun. You can't get the teaching out of you, right? You're still going to get across and make sure. <laughs> I am a te- Paul. Both Paul and I are teachers by nature. We that's fantastic. Uh, I've been teaching for thirty-seven years here at the University of North Carolina at Charlotte, and so I'm always looking for something to to grab people's attentions. And I, 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 the, the primary um, 
uh, aspect that Timber Press was looking for was carnivorous plants. They wanted primarily a, a uh, I mean, that was the first chapter is on carnivorous plants because in most people's mind, that's the weirdest of Bizarre, plants. Yeah, right. So that was a... Uh, an easy thing to come up with. Uh, is there not a place you know, right along the uh, East Coast there, which is one of the few natural areas of Venus flytraps that are... Uh, yes, uh, east, southeastern North Carolina and adjacent South Carolina, uh, an area within 80 miles of Wilmington, North Carolina, is, is the the true natural range of the Venus flytrap. That's what I thought. I thought that was somewhere close to your yeah. backyard there. Yeah, and they've been... So I go down there, I mean, I go touch Venus flytraps every year. It's part of a, a ritual. <laughs> yeah, even, you know, you have to stay close to, you have to keep in touch with nature. And uh, so it's a, an annual ritual. Well, Larry, um, when y'all were writing this book, did you come across a plant that you found some pretty interesting that, that you were shocked or surprised at? And Well, of course, um, as much as I think about all these things, uh, you never know what you're going to find uh, when you start uh, systematically, uh, you know, going through uh, the world of plants, mm-hmm. and um, and I mean, it's it's almost like uh, thinking about all your children and your friends and your pets. You know, which one is the most most favorite or the most weird? <laughs> um, exactly, our grandchildren, exactly. Yeah. the most exactly. fun one exactly. that has a lot of interest to him. Yeah. And so they, they each have their own uh, special appeal, but I guess I was most surprised to discover the telegraph plant. It, it is a nondescript-looking leafy plant. It's in the it's in the pea family. In fact, it kind of looks like a weed, um, but it has little leaflets on the growing stems, and these little leaflets move. They move up and down like the blades of a of a Swiss Army knife. Really? You know, like you open them and you close them. Wow. This is the, the only, this is the only plant I have found that can move entirely on its own without anybody touching it. That's you know, weird. It, it, yeah, the Venus flytrap, at least you have to touch it. And the sensitive mimosa, right. you at least have to touch it. But here's a plant that moves these little leaves um, in little jerky motions um, without anybody touching them. And... Of course, no, nobody knows why it does that. Uh, my theory is that they're trying to shoo away uh, insects that might <laughs> come and try to eat plants. Aggravations, itchy. Exactly, like like a horse's tail or yeah. uh, the twitching, the twitching of the ears of a dog. You know, to, when a fly lands there, he twitches his ear. Wow. Um, so that's that's probably the. Let's say that that's a plant that I did not know about until I started. Uh, Kind of evolved into, on its own. Is there anything like a cousin to it or something that does nothing else, huh? Not, well, they uh, they sort of look like alfalfa plants, really. Uh, they're not very, you know, oh. they're not ornamental, but they are uh, interesting. So if, if you didn't have it, let's just put it this way. If you had one growing out in your patio and you wanted to sit and watch it, it would it would do something much quicker than watching paint dry or grass <laughs> Yes, we have a lot of growers plant, that have plant, more patience. Plant, than me. Plants don't no plants don't move very fast. Not very fast. And so here's an example of one that at least it moves a little bit. So I like this panda weird. ginger. The panda ginger to me is just oh, Lord. A, a fun yeah, plant. Those are, those are from Japan. Those are easy to grow in a in a little raised bed or 
or uh, in an outdoor. Uh, yep, um, I've been looking at pictures of your Mirror Lake designs on the web, and uh, some of the uh, some of those um, uh, patio pictures with water gardens and and little uh, terraced beds and whatnot would be perfect places. I'd like to have a little raised bed where you can get closer to some of these plants. Well, we'll have to come and do a design for you and <laughs> install. We've worked in nice. Las we... Vegas, you know, so we can we can certainly sure. fly there. And it's hometown and to course, Sean. Uh, so. Exactly. And, um, of course, uh, bog gardens are perfect accoutrements to go along with water gardens. And so a person could grow pitcher built... plants exactly. and Venus fly traps. Well, I, what I, the heat and humidity. Exactly, yeah. We've put in a have. few. Yes. What I love about yeah. this book is it's not just something to sit around and look at and read, but we do so many themed gardens for people, or themed courtyards, where we'll take whatever theme, anything that's important, a hobby or something important to them in their life, and we'll create a whole courtyard based on that. Well, and after after looking at this book, I'm thinking it would be so easy to take these plants and start adapting them to people's hobbies or interests or themes and incorporate them into... You know, for example, if you have a hunter, it would be so easy to take a huge staghorn fern and mount sure. that and work it into a, sure. a landscape plan. Or someone sure. who's, uh, you know, it's just it's just fun little plants here. So, Or yeah. even someone who enjoys doing, uh, you know, may, maybe they're really into Bible study and they have the group at their house to incorporate that passion flower in there sure. with all the stories of how the early missionaries used that flower to explain the whole uh, life of sure. Christ. So sure. Exactly. It, it's a, uh, I'll tell you... One of the most popular plants in the book is the beehive ginger. I saw that in here just a few minutes ago. I thought, that is a strange-looking plant. And that would be great for a bee, well, someone who raises bees. Beekeeper, right. yeah. That's a great a idea. A beekeeper, exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many of those you what have was that down one there, in there, but... the monkey tree? And have yeah, a the lot monkey, of pu- monkey, monkey puzzle, puzzle tree. tree. Wouldn't right. they love that? That would be difficult to grow in your um, <laughs> hot, humid climate. I bet it would, um, yeah. Uh, Maybe the exception. Uh, well, we ha- actually have a few of the Norfolk Island pines out here, so I think so if we are. could grow those, we might get away with the monkey Maybe. puzzle. Some people are. Yeah, if you had, you'd have to have um, a real well-drained site, which of course you can create. Yeah. The beauty of you all is, is that if you know if you know your plants, you can create the right habitat, the right spot. We do, right. like but even but Texas mountain laurel, things like that, that are very exactly. arid. We just put exactly. plant higher on top of the soil. In fact, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, this is and such I'm a sure that's. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say this is such a fun book. And, it'd be um, a good one to give, and even though people aren't thinking about Christmas, I think about. I would love to give this book to someone, and you know, I think uh, for the horticulturist that has everything, this would be the this book would be to a give great them. Book exactly. to give them, yeah. When uh, visitors come here to our botanical gardens and see the book on display and the plants on display, um, we we sell a lot of of copies as as gifts. Um, and people are just tickled to uh, see something that's a little bit different uh-huh. and that's uh, interesting like this. And we're uh, we're very famous here for our uh, uh, Titan Arum, uh, also called the corpse flower. Oh, yes. <laughs> we saw that prominently. So a lot of folks come and ask us about that because when that bloomed a, a couple of years ago, it was very famous. So there's a, a long chat on that and those are now available commercially if somebody wanted to (laughs) set it next to your urn if you want to really smell (laughs) up your place yeah you could uh build a little a little conservatory these plants need to be warm in the winter but Uh you could if someone had a sunroom or a little conservatory they could grow this this huge plant 
it's the ultimate conversation piece. You got it, yeah. And when it blooms, you can smell it. It would go along with that. Um, people might think that um, elephant underneath the landscape you talked about <laughs> you know, has died. Bizarre. <laughs> well, your book's full just... of great ideas. You've got growing tips on every plant. You've got even just infor- information, like, you know, did you know about just the specifics on it? And I yeah, love how it's put right. together. This is my f- favorite format. The pictures are beautiful. Oh, I yeah. love how this book is put together. I do, together, too. So. It's very nice. It's well, a great, it's a great, uh, Timber Press does am, so many uh, good gardening books. Paul, but Paul and I are thrilled that you all picked up on this and want to talk about it. We're we're uh, uh, we're grateful that you want to spread the word about this. Um, I think it's one of the most unusual books because it's different. There's no other book quite like it. Exactly, it, it is. Well, we really appreciate your time this morning, and uh, you know what? I think next time, next time I got a trip to North Carolina, I may have to see if you have any time available. I'd love to have you uh, show me a few of the I strange would. things in your neighborhood. I would cancel lunch to show you around. Uh oh. Hey, well, we can take you to lunch. Talk, talk, talking to <laughs> someone. To lunch. I was going to say, talking to someone from North Carolina is going to cancel lunch. That's a big deal. So it's <laughs> That's right. But um, uh, even better is I would take you to lunch to have barbecue, North oh, Carolina barbecue. Oh, I would love a little pulled pork barbecue. Well, man. now we may have to bring Absolutely. a tour bus. Yeah, we good. used to get that. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I grew up on that. No, I moved to Texas. I said, this isn't barbecue. You know, anyway, it's just a different type. So took me a while to learn. Exactly. The book is exactly. Bizarre Botanicals. Uh, Larry uh, Melon Champ along with um, Paula Gross Paula doing Gross. the photography.